afternoon and uh, welcome. It's the Tuesday Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. And a big hello to all of you folks from the Boston, New England area and Philadelphia. Please don't wreck anything while you're here. Thank you very much. Donnie, Donnie, Donnie. <laughs> I got to say, I am exhausted from Donna Mills Gate. I went to bed at 9. Casey's like, why are you so tired? I said, I guess I didn't realize how on pins and needles we were over this. Is it or isn't it Donna Mills? Well, and apparently if you were listening yesterday, we found it wasn't, which is still a little hard for me. <laughs> Lori, <laughs> particularly since the guy that the faux Donna Mills was with looks just like Leary, Donna's longtime companion. It does. I mean, silver hair. I mean, it was just, I guess there's a lot of silver hair, distinguished looking men accompanying, you know, ladies that look like Donna Mills at the Polo in the, Lounge. In Hollywood. In, in Hollywood. Hills. But yeah. I, I was just, I said, I am spent from Donna Millsgate. Oh. I did not realize. Well, if you remember, we've been, we haven't had a weekend yet. What do you mean? Did we have a weekend this weekend? Julia. I feel like I've been working on stuff. <laughs> Donna Millsgate was exhausting. It, it, and just and because Jason it was telling Shane Wells on his show this morning. Yeah. First of all, he interviewed Ann Curry this morning. And mm. um, that show that she is, it's like connecting again or me again or whatever it is on we'll Channel 2. We'll meet again. We'll on, meet again. It's on tonight. Mm-hmm. And tonight's story, I think it's on at 8 o'clock on PBS. I taped it. Is just an amazing story, and Ann Curry has such a rich way of talking. Her voice is so she does and good rich. on the in-depth report. He, she really does. And he didn't want to ask her about the Matt Lauer, you know, Today Show thing. So he, you know, positioned the question differently and said, "I is has it been difficult for you going out talking about this exciting new project you're on? But because you've been out of the media eye for five years, mm-hmm. that everyone wants to know about what's going on at the Today Show. Yeah. It was a great way of oh, positioning it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Did she have a good answer? She did. But she is so classy that mm-hmm. she said, well, yes, and but really no, because it's such, this is such a great time for women. And, you know, she's so good. And don't forget, NBC had to pay her her $10 20, million, $20 million uh, $20 or whatever, million whatever it was. So she that, got fired and got a $20 million paycheck. I mean, that does not take over from losing maybe what she wanted to be her dream job, but right. at least she no, didn't no, no. have money worries. Exactly. Right. You know, exactly. and all of that. But that's She was good. lovely. And then he was sitting down and telling Shane about... Donna Millsgate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he laughing his ass off? Pretty much. Were <laughs> we all? Shane, <laughs> Shane was just struck by the fact that we spent 15 minutes sitting in a booth. Yeah. With Donna Mills. Yeah. And, and still. I, yeah. It's, it's inexplicable. It's classic. It's classic us. But, I know. But hello, it will be worth it all next year when we have a Mater D. Take our photo in the center booth at the Polo Lounge with Donna. That was something Mills we will thank you forever for, Jason. Jason yeah. Thank you for that. And then Shane had on. I'm just going to go on one more thing about her. Um, her earrings today were this turquoise with fringe. They're the prettiest earrings I've ever seen. Fancy. And Shane, you should tell us all where you got them. 
All right, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe this email will make you feel a little bit better about the whole Donna Mills thing. This is from Dennis. Okay. okay. My beloved Grams passed away last Monday, and we put her to rest yesterday. And I can't thank you enough for the ridiculous Donna Gate antics this past <laughs> week. You also crazy. <laughs> I felt so included with all the back and forth nuttiness that it was a comforting distraction. Huh. I even I even left the luncheon at three o'clock yesterday to listen to the cliffhanger resolution live. Oh, oh that is so sweet. Thanks again for making always making me smile and providing laughs and comfort uh, for everyone p.s i hope you don't lose any optometric or vision wear sponsors yeah no kidding <laughs> i know it i, I know wonder it. if anthony from envision was listening i only had one contact in well i have my brand new glasses with my brand new prescription and i don't know what my excuse was well, I can think of many, but I'm not going to say them all on the air. Okay, I just have to... I have such a long list. I have a... Um, and by the way, tomorrow we're going to be broadcasting downtown for the rest of the week at AC by Marriott on the corner of 4th and Hennepin. Yes. So stop by and see us yeah. if you're going to be downtown or you work downtown. We'd love to see you in the lobby and maybe we'll give you a little magical assignment. But and our I, hashtag, though, for celebrity sightings is hashtag my talk celebrity. Uh, my yeah. talk celeb, I think. Is it? Just celeb. Okay. My tax celeb. I'm pretty sure that's All what right. it is. Um, but I, uh, you know, I've been having a phone difficulties, Julia. Which um, is w- usually my. Your cup of tea. Uh-huh. And I've been trying to get a battery for my HTC phone. <laughs> Much to my surprise, the Sprint stores or no phone stores sell batteries. They just want to sell you a new phone. Well, I've been on this mission Are for sh- like three weeks. Okay. They don't sell batteries at phone stores. They want to sell you a whole new phone. Would you right. go to Batteries Plus? I went to six Batteries Plus. She did, oh even in I, And I am one nice guy at the Batteries Plus in, or Batteries in something else. It wasn't Batteries Plus. It was over um, by the SA off of Pilot Knob Road. That guy was so nice. He looked at my phone for like a half hour, and he said, the problem is... HTC hasn't made a phone since they made this phone two years ago. <laughs> the company is obsolete. You could get a battery online, but I'm not sure that I can do it because this phone's in a titanium case, and I'm not sure if I know how to do the thing. And, it, you know, it just basically my hands were up in the air, and I went into Sprint and Tyler on Grand Avenue. The next thing you know... I got a new phone. I got a chargeable charging station. I got, uh, I kept my phone number because I was like, you know, clutched my pearls at the idea of giving up my phone number. But anyway, I just, he just said, HTC, they're just, they just quit their phone division. They basically did. Mm -hmm. And I said, when I got this phone two years ago, it was rated right next to it. And he said, oh yeah, it was. But now your battery is shot. And I said, and you, Tyler, are How much up. is a new phone? Would you buy a Galaxy? I bought a Samsung, Samsung. How much 8 is, or whatever, how a much Note. Is, they take beautiful pictures because we saw someone's photos. Yes, yes. No, so, Julia, I'm going to be on and, for all photography because you've never and, liked my camera on I've my phone. I've hated your camera because it's so dark. You can't even see it. Yeah, so anyway. That's exciting. It's exciting, but because of my bum battery, they were having trouble downloading my 2,400 photos or whatever. It's gonna was going to take a while. So you left gotta, your phone. Yeah, I got to go pick up the your kid after work. Yeah, yeah the kid. I'm, the ha- I'm having a dry afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. She's had some shakes. Yeah, but we've and I tried calling from my car, yeah. a phone number, Yeah, but it doesn't work if your phone isn't in the car fyi it doesn't no well duh well, how could it if you're well, because it Bluetooth was synced tearing and it's already synced, synced. on there so you would think they would have all your numbers and they are there yes. but 
apparently the phone needs oh, to be Oh, I love un- knowing that, Lori. I know. Look at that. Yeah. That was a blonde moment for like, both of us. It kind of was, yeah. Yeah, it uh-huh. kind of was, but I thought, well, what if it's really, I mean, it's all this other fancy techno stuff. Wouldn't that be something? Be amazing. Yeah. Because it's already there. But Oh, alas. I like that idea, Lori. Anyway, and we were down to one man in Manuary, Hunter. I can't believe Hunter, Hunter Cantrell. Both of our guys. Ben and Ryan lost at the last minute. Jason's team came out in full support, and our team... Of themselves was exhausted from Don Mills. Days. I, that's what we're saying. <laughs> I right. mean, I was surprised. So Hunter's going to be on later today. Yeah, Hunter is our last man standing in yes, January. Uh, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. So- hey, everybody! Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it so much. Again, tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday, all the My Talk shows will be down town at Fourth and Hennepin at AC by Marriott and. Uh, I want to thank Carrie. She just tweeted us. She retweeted Brad Paisley's tweet. He says, Minneapolis, 4 p.m., Super Bowl Live, sleep number booth. See you there. Ooh, Brad Paisley. <laughs> Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley. See him today. So if you're going down to Super Bowl uh, Live, is that the thing that's at the uh, convention center? Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, I love Rebecca's thing. Will you be performing or just sleeping on one of their beds? I think the latter would reach a larger demo. <laughs> Not no, everyone loves Super country, Bowl, no, but Super everyone Bowl. loves to sleep. Super Bowl Live is the NF. The well, that's Nicolette. just what he called. He's okay. not going to be outside in a booth. He's he's inside. That's just what I think people are calling that, or he might not know that that's what it's called. Because the NFL experience is at the convention center, yeah. and Super Bowl Live is Nicolette. Yeah, I doubt okay. that he's going to be outside on a bed. No, but I think they have little booths set up around. Oh, all, all right. around. They've got a print store. I've seen some of the cool okay, stuff down well, there. Well, then maybe he is. Yeah. That's where he is. So that if you're going heading down and love Brad Paisley, that's where he's going to be. Okay, so this morning, um, Rose McGowan uh, was on ABC. She was on uh, with GMA with Robin Roberts first. She made her way over at The View. She um, was like, it was the interviews were so compelling. And of course, Rose McGowan, her book, Brave, comes out tomorrow. Her show, Rose Army, is on tonight on yeah, E. On e yeah. It's like, a six-part series. It's on at 8 o'clock, too. So here she is going back to the beginning, and I guess in her book, it's the first time she's written details about what happened with Harvey Weinstein at the Sundance Film Festival 20 years ago when she had, like, four movies premiering, and she said, I was supposed to be the belle of the, the ball. ball. Yeah. Everyone just said to me, this is so huge to have these four movies. So let's play with the first cut. You go into great detail in the book talking about 1997. Sundance Film Festival. Walking into that hotel, what was going through your mind? Well, that morning, I turned to the camera on my way in. There was a camera following me, MTV, a camera crew, a day in the life of Rose McGowan. So that did turn out to be a day in the life of Rose McGowan. Mm -hmm. And I walked in, and, and for me, he's a sick person. He's a sick mind, but what about all the others? And there were so many. The machinery set up in every country he would go to for the handlers to hand him the victims from starting with the agents and managers and ending up. And one of the things people don't understand about the hotel room specifically is people think it's like you open the door and there's a bed. These are people with the entire presidential suite. That means it's the entire top floor of a hotel. It usually has three offices. So these are and it was not unusual. I've auditioned in many hotel rooms. The director comes and sits, and that's right. how it goes. 
You talk about that fateful meeting and you wrote about it and talked about when you were leaving the room and this is what you said when you walked out. You said, I, I feel a hand on my back and it pushes me farther into the tiny, dark, incredibly hot room. Everything at this point happened so quickly and yet so slowly. I'm confused as to why I'm in this room. And then you go on to say, Rose, it all happened so fast. My clothes are getting peeled off me and it only gets worse. It only gets worse from there in what you wrote. Did you frozen, you felt helpless? What were you feeling? Uh, a lot of victims and survivors will say they detach, you know, and you really do. You float up above your body because you're trying to figure out your my brain was actually literally when he grabbed me, I was thinking, oh, I hope I still have lipstick on for the camera. So your brain's in another place and all of a sudden your body is like, what, what, what? And and this is not what I expected at 10 in the morning. You know, um, and my then manager got a job with him for seven years after that. You do the math. Whoa. And she said, and basically what he did is, you know, I think you would freeze. You're a young woman and you're with this very senior executive and you're in two of his movies. Yes. And you would freeze. And she said she just froze like a statue. And then she tried. Um, she told everyone. Well, here, here let's oh, play okay. the next yep. cut because Robin does ask her okay. what happened yep. after that. You, you, you do talk about all the people around him and in Hollywood and enablers and that. And, and something about when you left there, okay, this happens to you, that fateful meeting, as you put it. You still have events to do. Your co-star is Ben Affleck. And you wrote about this in the book. You had to go to an event with him after. Did you, did you say anything to him? Did he say anything? Ben Affleck? I, I looked at him and I must have had tears in my eyes because I was, I, I remember shaking. And I said, I just came from a meeting with him. And I said his name, and he goes, that's when he said, God damn it, I told him to stop doing that. And why I always remembered it was just so strange. Like things, you know, when things happen to you, you file, it's like you file it away for a later date to mm -hmm. pick through, because you, you analyze uh, every single move that happened. And the complicity machine, and I started hammering that word three years ago, I came, Three years ago, I was like, okay, let's go. Let's get smarter, 10%. I wonder if I can change the world by 10%. That was my goal. 10%. 10%. Ben Affleck uh, did not, we tried to reach him for comment, but he has, he has supported you. He had in the past in his comments and, and supporting you, but we did reach out to him, uh, but he, we did not get a response. Everybody knew. You really believe that? I know that, I was there. You know, people kind of think like, I don't know these people, that I'm on the outside like they are looking in uh-uh someone asked me who i would be if i was a character in oz the wizard of oz i was like i would be the curtain i would be the one that saw both sides that nobody noticed that was pretty in there just to be used and discarded when they were done i was the curtain but i absorbed all information from both sides from both how to sell to the audience and both how to be sold wow and it. she also said um I think Rose McGowan is in her mid-40s. You do? Okay. And she also said that Ben Affleck told her he owes it to me not to do this. And then another, uh, someone higher up than her manager, she complained at whatever agency CAA, she was with. I feel like it was. Okay, I don't know if CA was yeah. around 20 years, but well, probably right. was. And the guy, whoever her manager's boss was up the food chain, yep. exploded and said to Rose, swore... And he also said he owes it to me not to do this. We just killed a story in the, the LA, LA Times, Times. Yep. Oh, didn't about hear that his predatory oh. behavior. Right. 
So, you know, she was like, I wasn't being quiet. You know, Ben knew right away. I told my manager. I mean, I was flipping the hell out. Let's play the next one. And you're pulling back that curtain. Why not? You know, nobody talks. But to me, the truth isn't revolutionary. It's just the truth. And I figure if other people, I'm not that unique. So if I'm thinking it, I'm pretty sure other people are thinking it. But the but a lot of people are like, maybe this isn't real because there's such gaslighting in this culture. There's such a, it's blue outside today. The sky is blue. And you're thinking, no, it's gray. And you have to fight to keep that voice with everything coming at you that tells you you're wrong and you're bad and you're dirty. Because people would come up to me on the streets of Hollywood and be like, hey, did you get any good blah, blah, blah scripts lately? I mean, it was systemic you see like it, the complicity machine at his studio uh his latest one if he had to pay out a victim a hundred thousand dollars he had to pay the board back two hundred fifty thousand mm. dollars it was a fund that they had so when i say it's a complicity machine it is wow, wow. that is kind of that is unbelievable and a few days after harvey raped her in yep. that hotel room he called and left her a voicemail saying, now you're my special friend. Just like Gwyneth Paltrow. Because mm-hmm. Gwyneth, Gwyneth uh, shared that in the New York yep. Times story. That, that he, she never, he used her name. Yes. That, and it was that, a lie. That Gwyneth was a special friend yeah, too. Right. To, and anyway. she said she fell down and threw up on herself when yeah. he called her. Well, my we've talk got some come back. Everything. I'm going to change you from a rooster to a hen with one. Rockabye. Rockabye. We're going to have like one day of warm weather before the sub-zero cold sets in. And then all the yep. people from out of town go, how say, do these people live here? Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and it'll probably be gray. And there'll be no... But no, usually when it's real cold, cold it's sunny. We're going to have That's some true. sun, I hope it's so. Sun. It's, we might have some sprinkles tonight. Yeah. But which would be nice. But yeah. It's... How do we live here? Yes, How do we live uh, here? Sunny Thursday, sunny Friday, Friday, but snow on Saturday. All, All right. right. And All right. sunny and cold on Sunday. Uh, that's the what we're looking at, yeah. yeah. I mean, the VIPs have to go on just like everybody else, one door at a time, people. Mm-hmm. So right. just know that. Oh, I'm telling you, there's a ton of them in town. Yeah. I'm excited that we're broadcasting downtown tomorrow. Same. I think it's going to be fun. If people want to come and hang out with us mm-hmm. at AC at the AC by Marriott, mm-hmm. On Hennepin and Fourth, it's a newer hotel. Yeah, I'm totally looking, excited because it's because it. it's like I'm kind of afraid to go down there, but now it's forcing us to go down there. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. afraid, but you know, it's just forcing us to be down there. Yeah, I mean, we have to be there, so mm-hmm. it's like, oh shoot, twist my arm. I guess we'll go downtown. And we might have to go out after. Yeah, yeah oh, definitely, uh-huh. we're definitely going out. Okay, so getting back to Rose McGowan, yeah. I mean, the interview. Uh, Robin Roberts did it in two parts. Right. She was on for 20 minutes with the View ladies. They got a little bit more specific on the View, and I felt like she was. That's super nervous doing oh. the seven thirty interview. Mm, yeah. Even though she's gone over the story in her mind, she's right. lived it. It's happened to her. I, I could tell she was more comfortable by the time she got on the View. Maybe because it's that horseshoe, and you've got four yeah. other ladies. It's not one. Even though Robin was very, you know, you couldn't sit down uh, with a more compassionate. Person. Woman ever. She yeah. is amazing. She is amazing. She really so, is. So um, let's play the next cut where um, I think Robin wants to know how has what happened impacted her life. How has it impacted your career? You, because you $100,000 settlement with him. I tried to buy a billboard. <laughs> you tried that. to buy a billboard. From mm-hmm. a company called Gannett Outdoors. I wanted to one. It was my only way of saying I didn't like this. I didn't want this. 
It was my only form of voice. And people, I have a lot of people, you took the money. Let me tell you, mm -hmm. the only perfect rape victim is a dead rape victim. And that that's was a fact. Mm. And it's sad. Because it's not on us. We were just walking down the street, literally, proverbially, like, metaphorically. There have been so many other women who've come out with allegations against him, and he's facing some, some, some charges. Does, is there any peace of mind that you have? Uh, yeah, I, it's nice being able to speak for myself. You know, every interview I did for so many years, anytime I was in front of the camera and pre-Twitter, there's no way to speak for myself. So every interview started with, what was it like to work with this man? You know, well, it's exactly like what you think. <laughs> and I misspoke, not charges. There are a lot of investigations. Right. A lot of investigations yeah. with him right now. I wish there were charges because it, it, I find it very strange. Like, if how many women does it take? We're at over 100 on the list. You know, there's, there's a victim named Samantha, and she keeps this really uh, intensive list. And we keep adding to it. And I, I would probably estimate there's got to be over like 1,000, 2,000. Because this is a lifelong career of rape yeah. for this man. And don't oh. forget all the times he was in Europe. Um, she and talked so about feeding the feeding the him. yeah with with uh, you know young women who didn't speak English that well yeah. and that were maybe on a modeling because remember he was Project Runway for like the last seven years. Oh yeah, so that was another hook he could dangle out there. I'm taking modeling, you know. I'm looking oh, to see if you've I got the about look. That, Lori. So he was also able to target. He got a whole new pool of women, if That's you right. will, yeah, young women yeah. who wouldn't know and going to Europe and scouting and, you know, all of that. Yep. One of the things Rose McGowan said when she was on The View today was she said um, she called out Time's Up and I'll get to that. But she also called up out Justin Timberlake and she said, here's what uh Justin Timberlake is supporting Time's Up movement while he's choosing to star in a Woody Allen film. And mm -hmm. she said, there's Justin Timberlake hashtagging my wife looks hot tonight. Hashtag Time's Up. Hashtag I just did a movie with Woody Allen. She yeah. said there's no something kidding. wrong there. Yeah. Not and, to mention how he threw Janet Jackson under the bus. Okay. Thank you for adding that. Never forget. And um, so come on, it's fake. I wish everybody were good. I'm sorry for the puncture. You're here to puncture your heroes. But sometimes those heroes can do better. But she also talked about Time's Up and why she's been kind of vocal and against it. Mm -hmm. She said Time's Up is for CAA, either executive or agents. And this is this is the agency, the management firm for a lot of celebrities, for Harvey Weinstein, for her, you know, for everybody. Reese Witherspoon, who, Nicole Kidman. And who told Oprah. all these women to be quiet. It Don't you say anything. It'll ruin your career, blah, blah, blah. And they were all being kind of called out on it now. But yet we're still waiting for one of them to you talked about this yesterday, Lori, come forward and say, you know, I was a part of that. I was scared too. Yeah. But no one has raised their hand. So four of them, apparently, I don't know if they're women or men or who they are, started Time's Up. And she said it was just a PR move by them. To cover to, their butts. To make them feel better about themselves. About their complicity. Yeah. And what she says, wow. though, but it's a good thing because there's $20 million in this fund that will yeah. help women fight and men fight yeah. against, you know, sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. But it was just interesting for her to say everything so plainly. And I think her whole message, I mean, can Well, I, the Gannett billboard she wanted to get was Harvey Weinstein is a rapist. Yeah. And Gannett wouldn't let her buy was, that billboard. And I was just yeah. thinking of or, three billboards yeah. outside of mm -hmm. Ebbing, Missouri. Ebbing, Missouri yeah. I don't know what the billboard said, but I know it Have was, you caught my daughter's killer yet yeah. or something like yeah. that effect? And they wouldn't let her put it 
because she was naming him by name. Yes. And uh, Gannett would be concerned about being sued. Yes, well, of exactly. course. But I love that she had the balls. I mean, she's a very strong woman, she but is. yet a woman who has been raped. Well, is, and she talks about. Well, let's play oh, the okay. next cut where she talks about her book, Brave, um, specifically. Okay. This book and your story is bigger than Hollywood. Explain. It's bigger than Hollywood, and I wanted to cover that in the documentary Citizen Rose as well. Um, that's airing tonight. Three years ago, I started this project of I wanted to see if I could make people societally, including myself, 10% more awesome. Broader message is about thought, and it's about like just looking at things. I realized there are no lobbyists for critical thinking, and I realized there are no lobbyists for brave bravery. Mm-hmm. You know, this country has a big no fear. I've seen the bumper stickers everywhere, but I say, be brave. Do it if, even if your ankles shake, because they will. Yeah. And you just—that's what we talk. Yeah, about. No, we were talking about it because when you say you're brave. Um, it doesn't mean that you're not scared. It just means you do the scary thing anything, anyway. Because there's, yeah. no, there's no other choice. Yeah, there's no other choice. The other choice leads to, I think, lying to yourself. Yeah. All the suspicions about Hollywood that a lot of people have, they're true. I wish it weren't so. I wish everybody was super awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes you got to clean house a little bit in the world. And it's not just Hollywood. It's, it's just a systemic thing. And it's for men and women. and trans. It's for everybody. Everyone. Just be free. So, okay. Everyone so, can do better. I know. I like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, Robin wanted to know, because her book cover jacket, it says brave going down, you know, the long way. And right. then it's just the back of her shaved neck. head yep. and then with a razor and some hair falling on her neck. So mm-hmm. here's her explanation. When I looked at the cover of your book and we, t- uh, you know, it's, it's beautiful. And that image right there was... Um, your hair, and you talked about it early on in the book, and that's one of the things also, the perception that we have of how a woman should look and such. It was important for you to have it, the cover like that? It was very important for me to have the cover like that, and I also wanted to give people some privacy. Who wants my stupid face smiling <laughs> on the cover? Not me. Mm. Like, just have some, you know, well, yeah. But it was also just, you know, and someone at the publishing company even said, mm. what if people think you have cancer? And I said, so? Like, they're brave people uh i don't know i think the story's universal i don't what if okay but people are so used to doing the what if what if people think how do you know what people think if i like it i know i'm not that unique so maybe someone else will like it too yeah and because you when you were talking about the, the hair because that's also part of it and 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 i had forgotten when we were showing the setup piece and from Charmed and seeing you with the long hair weird? and different, um, but yeah, but that was part of. It was part of it. It was it was like doing drag as a woman for me, and I there were so many things and I talked about the wrong in my life, in that life I couldn't pinpoint. I thought it was like micro things. I thought it was smaller things that were wrong, and in, in fact I was like, ah, it's the entire system that's wrong. Oh, okay, mm. got it. I can be free. And, and that was, you know, and I, I talk about it in the book, and I say, you know, so many people come up, mostly women, who can be super misogynistic too, trust, you know, and it's bred into them. And, and I think you're working against your own interests. Yeah, it was, uh, she also said, I think it was on The View, that she told uh, uh, her an agent or a manager that she wanted to come forward with her story. This was, she didn't care about the NDA and the, mm-hmm. the, the woman told her, nobody's going to believe you. You've done too many sex scenes in movies. Right. Oh my gosh. That was her. 
What I mean, can you believe that? Wow. Let's just play the last cut because okay. I know we've got a guest waiting. What do you say that some people who say you're just you're, you're angry? Why did you stay in Hollywood? Why didn't you leave? How do you respond? Yeah, because famous Cause people can go out and get a job anywhere, right? Because someone would hire me, I'm sure, for what? I did it since I was 14 years old. What other skill set? This was my job. It wasn't my passion. I happen to be very good at it. I'm also good at tying my shoes. And how do you how do you say to people because you have this platform and there's Twitter and social media and just quickly how how you can own your your voice and your story? Just don't be afraid to talk to the people in charge. It's it's people have a voice. Everybody has a voice, and the voices added up really count. I just feel like I'm a conduit for others. What's wrong with being angry? There's a lot of stuff to be angry about. If you're angry, anger covers pain. Mm. I don't know if you can truly deal with pain. Like why, if they have stages of grief, right, that we all know about anger, right. sadness, why is it not the same after a sexual assault? Yeah. So because part of you dies. Oh, so powerful. And anger covers pain. Yeah, and I it's, that it's, was so, interesting. it's so true. That's why they always say that, you know, a lot of times, you know, guys will have more trouble with emotions and they'll lash out and be angry yeah, rather yeah. than expressing sure. that they're coming from a place of pain but right. very it's, powerful I would, I'd read that book in a heartbeat yeah same Brain. same same here and again her uh, the E um, reality show docuseries whatever she's calling it airs tonight yeah, um, at I'm, 8 o'clock I've taped it yep, we'll me watch too. it yeah. yeah, I believe the word now the kids use is DVR'd oh for God he vowed What's this thing you call tape? tape? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, when we come back, we're going to talk with Paul Peterson, who, you know, used to be in Prince's band, The Family. Uh, great guy, local guy. We're going to find out what's going on with him, where he's playing next. He's performing at Super Bowl Live. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday leading up to the Super Bowl. We've got Paul Peterson uh, joining us. And hello, Paul. How are you? We're good. We're good. Are you hanging out with uh, anybody fun this week? What are you doing? (laughs) Well, I'm playing Wednesday night with my group, Eftelux, at the Dakota. Eftelux was the band, the family that Prince put together around me and other members of Morrissey in the time. Morris ended up leaving the band, so that's why he formed that band. But we have been putting out new music for the last 10 years. So we're playing the Dakota on Wednesday, and then we're playing outside at 545 at uh, the Super Bowl Live Verizon stage as well. We're Uh, ready to. On Wednesday or Thursday? That one is on Thursday. Thursday. Okay, at 545? Outside, yeah, braving the elements. How do you feel? You know, because that's something I wondered last night watching, you know, some of the coverage of the Uh, revolution played, I think, at the end last night at mm -hmm. the Prince Tribute. Yeah, they did. I was there. And? How cold? It was great, but it was freezing. Yep. So it's so hard to keep your instruments in tune and, you know, poor guys who have to play saxophone or something like that. Do they have heaters up on the stage at all for the performers, like you do at an outdoor restaurant and kind of cool weather? They do, but... They don't do anything. I heard they're ineffective, unfortunately. Right, I believe that. We're going to go out there and... We're going to go out there and show them what we're made of. You know, we're all from Minneapolis, so... Yeah, get your fur Does it hurt to sing? Pardon me? Does it hurt to sing in the cold weather? Uh, you know, it gets so dry. That's why you can kind of hear it in my voice right mm-hmm. now. It's a little I, dry. So I do. It's been, it's been, you know, we we worry about it a little bit, but you just forge ahead. Yeah, yeah you so, do. So tomorrow night when um, F Deluxe plays at the Dakota and you guys are doing 
two shows, are you expecting anyone to come up on stage and jam with you? Because I know Lester Holt it was so excited to learn how close he was staying to the Dakota. Because he's like a huge music fan. But are you guys expecting anyone to come by Tomorrow for night? a jam session at all that might happen? Well, of course, the entire Peterson family will be there. Right. <laughs> we have... Um, Out of town guests, Lori's asking. <laughs> the, uh, the, I think members of the Revolution, and I wouldn't be surprised if members of the time and people like that showed up. Yeah. Um, they're all our, our friends, so it's right. a heck of a night. If you want to come and see Minneapolis Funk, and uh, maybe a few surprises. That's what we're going to be doing. Okay, so Dakota. what time are the shows? Because I got to think this is going to sell out. Was at it seven thirty and yeah, nine thirty? Close. The, the first show, yeah, at seven and nine thirty. Okay. Did you save Lori and I's seat? <laughs> uh, I could. I could. Are you coming? We don't know. We maybe. Don't know. Maybe. We'll 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 I'll talk, talk to and we'll offline. We will. We're oh. broadcasting live down there for three days. Friday, Wednesday, starting tomorrow from a hotel. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah, we're oh going to be at the God. AC How by Marriott. Cool. Yeah, so that'll be, it'll be kind of fun. I mean, was it packed down at 8th and Nicollet for Super Bowl Live last I couldn't, night? I couldn't even get in. It was so packed. I was with my wife and my brother and my sister, and we were just fans. We parked down by the Dakota, got out. They wouldn't even let us on Nicollet Mall. It was that packed. Wow. That happened to a friend of mine last night, too. I, I wonder if you have to go, like, in really? the Skyway. Well, a friend of mine tried to sneak down through a skyway. She said, I felt like yeah. I was just in college trying mm-hmm. to sneak into a concert or something. I know. It was it was insanely crowded, and the vibe was so great. It was so fun to see the spotlight shown on Minneapolis music again. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. So when you're there on Thursday at the NFL Live, which is kind of accumulates on 8th and Nicolette, mm-hmm. where the yeah. stage is, is that the R&B day, or who else is going to be there with you? Uh, I, you know, I have no idea. I think uh, I think there's more R&B happening, for sure. I wish I had that in front of me, but I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think it's like more R&B and pop with DJ Camille, Haley, Les that Stroud. sounds right. I think that's the headliner, right? Yep. Yeah. Unfamiliar. Th- yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought you had all the thing. You well, said you were keeping I, track of all I the I have Super it all, Bowl but life. I can't pronounce half these names, and oh. I don't want to do it. I yeah. want to ask you, um, you know, since we have you, Paul, did you watch the Grammys? Of course. Okay, so what I, was, you know, at, after the Grammys, the guy, the head of the Neil, big... Neil. Neil Portney or whatever his whatever name is. Whatever his name is. Kind president. of made a comment, because, you know, out of all the big majors, only one woman won, and it was for Best New Artist. Yeah. And he said, I think women need to step it up. Did he really? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's backtracking oh, and one. apologizing. Yeah, and, I know. And, but he said, and he, and he did, It was, there was more to it. He said, women need to step it up. They should be more executives. They should get more into producing. <laughs> that's what we're trying to I do. Know. I see what you're saying. All right. but, but, but that's so he was in, in support of women. No, no, it wasn't. I mean, he it just, was kind of a slam. He wants us to break a ceiling that, you know, I mean, how many women are, you know, producing records? I mean, poor Kesha can't even get out of her damn record contract with Dr. Luke because Sony wants her to work with him, even though he raped her. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's just it's insane. I, I, I don't <sighs> I cannot explain any of that craziness. 
what a performance she had that oh uh, that, that was night. did you see that yeah yes. and it was so emotional and of course that song is about dr luke but i know your daughter is you know trying to get in the music business i mean has that been one of your biggest worries is well of course to be yeah. a woman to be a woman in the music business is is you know you have to know what that's all about and be protected and be you know you need to be uh who you were brought up to be yeah you, you can't play into any of that stuff and you need to protect yourself it sounds crazy but it's still a thing i mean yes i worry about my daughter yeah because i feel like you know one of the things that prince did in being a you know a mentor to a lot of women Mm -hmm. is that he knew that the music business how hard it was for for even him as a guy and i really feel like that was sort of a thing Mm -hmm. that he was able to let people blossom under his protection if you will when I think of all the women he's mentored. Oh, sure. Sheila, Vanity, and Apollonia. Mm-hmm. Um, so many different women. He was, you know, he, he was a wonderful producer. He really did love producing men, women, whatever. Groups. Yeah. He, he didn't, he always brought it, you know, yeah. with whatever product he had or whatever person he set out that had talent. He was the incredible curator of talent. Yeah, he really was. for sure. Uh, geez, we we, st- got, we missed some. I know we gotta go. We adore okay. you, your band F Del- Deluxe. You. Thank you at the Dakota tomorrow night. Two shows. It's gonna be funky, funky, and then yeah. Thursday at the Verizon stage at Super Bowl Live. Good to talk to you. Bye.